welcome to yet another episode of Friends, Waffles, and Work. How are you today, Anika? I'm doing great. How are you, Lindsay? You know, I'm a little tired, but I have a very large iced coffee next to me, so I'm like, I'm I'm raring to go. I'm ready. First order of business, did you watch Celebrity Escape Room? I didn't. I couldn't catch it because my DVR didn't record it when I said it. I thought it would. Zoinks. It was, it was, it was pretty, it was pretty funny. Uh, I watched it with my mom and she was like, that Adam Scott's a little, little stupid. I go, he's trying his best. (laughs) How dare you say that about Adam Scott? My, my poor man. Not in my house. My poor man couldn't figure out four times nine, but you know what? We love him anyway. You know what? We forgive you. It was pretty, it was pretty funny. I didn't really watch the Red Nose Day stuff after it, but it was... Yeah, it no, was it was it was pretty funny. All right. Well, today we are going to be talking about one of the most iconic episodes of Parks and Rec, Halloween Absolutely. Surprise from yes. season 5. Oh. I, I mean, so we know this about each other, but if you are hearing this for the first time from us, we adore this episode so mm-hmm. much. Mhm. I mean, who doesn't? Come on. It's so good. It's exactly. Just... I mean, it's got a little something for everyone. Got some great Ben and Leslie moments, obviously. It's got so. the Ben and Leslie moment. I <laughs> I can't not cry during that episode. I it just like Oh, yes. It's I turn impossible. into a wreck. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good and also it's just it's so developmental to like a lot of different characters. Like so much I I realized this when I was watching it for like the millionth time. I'm like so much happens like Ron and Diane are in the very, like, beginnings of their relationship. Tom starts rent-a-swag. Yep. Um, Anne is dating herself. <laughs> yep. We That's have Jerry's oh. whole thing. Jer- oh, yeah, Jerry like, has a heart attack. Jerry Sorry. has a fart, fart attack. attack. <laughs> and then the whole auction happens. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff packed it, into this, like, 30-minute episode. It's so much. It, But it's just so... It's so wonderful. I mean, let's let's break it down, Anika. Let's let's talk about it bit by bit. Absolutely. I mean, I right off the bat when I mean, let's start right at the beginning, right? Leslie is looking at this house that she wants. I want to live uh, in that house. Me too. <laughs> oh my the, god. The, the finishings are so nice. <laughs> I did not appreciate it enough the first time I watched it. And then I went back and I was like, oh my god, that house is gorgeous. And they don't really show it a lot throughout, like, the rest of the show, which makes me big sad, but it's such a yeah. nice house. It and is just... a beautiful house. Go on, go no, on, No, yeah, on. but I was, I was just gonna say that, like, right off the bat, we see a little bit of this Anne and Leslie friendship that we love so much, because mm-hmm. Leslie is trying to be like, Martha, I want to release this house, or whatever, and Anne is just there to, like, make... Leslie's moment shine and like make it bigger. She plays party rock on her phone speaker. That's what it is. And it was party. I don't know why I couldn't think of the name of party rock. God, party rock feels like. Well, you know why? It's because ago. the Netflix subtitle. The Netflix subtitles say dubstep, and I said do, do, Netflix. Do, 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 do you do, do, know do, do, what dubstep <laughs> is? It's not this. That's not dubstep. No, it's definitely not. But you know what? They tried their best. Um, but I don't know, yeah, I just, you know, I mean, I love Anne and Leslie's friendship so much, and I just feel like 
especially in a moment like this where it's easy for us to be like, oh, this is so cute. Like, oh, Ben and Leslie, like, you know, they find a way to make you laugh right as things are getting emotional. Yeah, it's so, it's so good. I love, actually, one of my favorite parts about this episode is the cold open when uh, the kids start running around <gasps> in Ron's office. screaming. And Andy walks in, he's like, ah! <laughs> and he breaks everything in the office. <laughs> It's not the kids that break the things, it's Andy. It's him. It's so, it's so good. I love Diane as a character, and I feel like she's very underrated as a character. Because, well, I mean, like, she doesn't, she doesn't come in until, like, very late in the series. But I like her so much, because she's so, like, badass. I, like, can't think of a better word. Mm -hmm. I don't know, it's just, like, you want to think that Ron is, like, super misogynistic because of all of his views, but he's not. He appreciates himself a powerful woman. Like, he really does. I was gonna say, too, like, Diane is kind of right on the nose for someone Ron would end up with, right? She's definitely like him in that she's pretty deadpan and, like, you know, strong on her beliefs. Yeah, she's she's super blunt. But she's still really likable, just like him. Yeah. So, like, I don't I love her. And I think it's good because you see that it's going to start to challenge him that she has kids. So it's like he mm-hmm. he is he is working for this relationship. I think one of the parts of this episode that makes me laugh so hard is when they're at the auction. And and Diane comes up to him and he doesn't apologize. And April's like, you should just apologize. And then she leaves. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, ah, oh, well, well relationship, relationship over. over. And April oh, well. goes, oh, my God, you're so sad. <laughs> That's right. Oh my gosh. And I forgot it's so that true April he's so is the sad. one. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot that April is the one that's like, yeah, you need to apologize. Like, I feel like you could save it if you just said sorry. I just, I, I don't know. I love that Parks and Rec makes every character so likable in such different ways. Oh yeah. Uh, what else happens in this episode? Oh, chris in the therapy which is like most of c which is most of season five but i (laughs) it's so funny where he gets the certificate dr richard nygaard's most improved patient he he holds my life in his hands like a fragile little bird bird. see you tonight oh man oh my god also he's so funny and then when he's like yeah he only made it for me after i specifically asked him to while crying very loudly and I said, me. Me too. Um, and also, we get one of the most iconic lines in all of Parks and Rec where Donna goes, I hope nobody minds if I live tweet I this tweet bitch. This bitch. <laughs> so uh. funny. It's so funny. Oh my god. The whole Death Canoe live tweet thing. I like wrote this down while I was watching the episode. Mm-hmm. And I wrote... Um, I love how we see Retta in this episode. Her live tweeting is so funny, and it's Parks and Rec's classic, like, take this live tweeting bit and lean as far into it as possible. Like, when she's like, sorry about your leg, dumbass. (laughs) Get your foot out the water. (laughs) Get your foot out the water, dumbass. It's called Blood Lake. No, and then even, like, that's her whole thing in this episode, is live tweeting. That's her entire thing. And even at the auction, 
the guy comes up to her and is like, I just thought you should have, like, warned us about the profanity you were going to, lo- like, use. Yeah. <laughs> and she's live tweeting this quote-unquote dumbass conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just so perfect. Like, I, think- I don't know. I loved it. Another one, another one of my favorite parts about this episode is, like, mo- so the first half of season five is Andy going through all this training because he wants to become a cop. And yeah. it's so, and it is so good because, like, especially in this episode, you see how foolishly cavalier he is about yes. it. Where he's doing the observation skills when they're trick-or-treating. He's like, tree, tree. hand, Andy's hand. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> what else you got? <laughs> Man dressed as a nerd, woman dressed as a scary it's a witch. Crazy witch. We're uh, not in costume. Neither of us are in costume. <laughs> oh man. I love it so much. I love Andy as a character, and obviously I love Chris Pratt too. So like, anything he does, I just am on the floor laughing. I think this episode is like to bring it back to like the the the, the, the like a plot of this episode with Leslie and Ben and Ben maybe getting recruited to do this other campaign i it's one of those classic episodes where it's like something is going wrong in leslie's life and she thinks that she can fix it by fixing other people's lives and like that'll like subsequently like fix her own situation so that like you know that explains everything with like jerry and the auction she's like i'm gonna fix your life and you're gonna live your life the way you want it and jerry's like what yeah and she especially when she gets the phone call in the middle of the bidding and mm-hmm. she's like, we have to do this for Jerry so that Jerry can live his life. Yeah, and, and even even like, setting up Anne on the on the date where she tries to auction off Anne Perkins. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, I agree. I mean, it's just something that's so strange and lovable about her, where she's like, mm-hmm. you know what, my life is pretty crappy right now, but I'm gonna throw myself into this task and see what happens it's just and then of course you have the proposal scene at the end which like yes i mean come on duh. come <laughs> on that's what this episode is for me whenever i think of halloween surprise it's like oh it's the proposal the episode yeah 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 i mean what is not to love about it both of it, them are so good i was this morning, actually, I was watching one of the, like, Paley Fest, like, Q&As with the whole cast, and mm-hmm. Adam Adam Scott and Amy Poehler were talking about this scene, and I think Mike Schur had it, and they made sure as well that they were, like, not really seeing each other before that scene, like, they were keeping each other, like, they were, like, staying away from each other so as not to, like, talk about it too much so that it was, mm-hmm. I get, like, it was more raw when they filmed it for the first time. But it's just, like, how can it not make you cry? It's so, it's so good, and it's so true to who Leslie and Ben are as people. And I think what I, what in general I like about this show so much is that it's, like, it's not, like, Friends or even, even, like, the first few seasons of The Office where, like, the whole, where the main, like, A-plot relationship is very will-they-won't-they, and it's, like, you have to keep watching because you're getting frustrated and you're like, will they end up together? Will they end up together? But I think it's more about, like, they do end up together. Like, sometimes real life is like this. Yeah. And it's not... I I totally agree. Yeah. I mean, it's very... I mean, he only comes in at the end of season two, right? And then Mm -hmm. we get kind of one, maybe one and a half to two seasons 
of like, oh, like their relationship is so complicated. Like, are they going to work out? And then the creators are like, no, no, don't worry. Like they will, everything will be fine. And so you kind of go into their tough moments being like, I know they're going to come out of this. Yeah, so. I, it's like, it's more comforting to watch, I guess, because, like, I think even when I'm watching, like, season three and, or, like, season four in the beginning where they have the trial, it's like you kind of know that everything is going to be all right, and I think that's... Yeah, exactly. What I, like, you know that the outcome is going to be positive, mm-hmm. which is, like, which is nice to watch, and it's, and it's still good television. It's not making everything so predictable. Like, I don't... Like the like the proposal seem seem scene, it like while while like you kind of know that it's coming, it's still not very predictable in the way that it happens in the way that it exists in the episode, and I think like yeah, that's what gets me because it's so like, it's like very natural and organic, but it's also like super quirky and like, I don't know, I, I know like, it's, it's it's hard to talk about it because it's just it's just like perfect. It's so perfect. No, but I ac- like I absolutely know what you mean. It's just like. These two characters, we've seen them for, you know, four or five seasons, less for my love, Adam Scott, but you kind of know that they're not this typical relationship. Like, they're both a little Mm -hmm. weird, right? So it makes sense that their proposal isn't, like, seamless. It isn't, like... I mean, these... We're talking about a couple who gets off on, like, work, like, in history documentaries. (laughs) And calzones. And Cal- like, we're not talking about your typical couple here. <laughs> exactly. And so, like, I love that she says yes before he actually says, will you marry me? I love that she interrupts him, like, three times, being like, no, 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 stop. I need to take this in. Because it's just heartwarming, and it's exactly what we expect from a couple like them. I like the moment where they, like, fully stop talking, where she's like, wait, wait, and then they just, like, look around, and it pans out, and he's just, like, checking out the house, and Adam Scott's like, this is a nice house. This is cool. (laughs) This is a nice house, and it is a nice house. I'm gonna look up that house later. I want to buy that house. Yeah, Um, listen, send me that link, dude. Yeah, I, we're going to buy... <laughs> Nika and I are going to buy the house and, <laughs> and go, li- go live yeah, in it. Yeah, Lindsay and I will be living in that house pretty soon. Again, it makes me so mad that it's in so few episodes. It's such a nice house. I know, house. it is a beautiful house. <laughs> you can tell that we're getting old. <laughs> oh my god, I love that house. I know, I feel like... It- <laughs> I feel like an old person well, talking actually, about this Well, actually, this is how you know that we've looked at the housing market. This is what happens, guys, when you have to look at apartments in New York and they're nowhere near as nice as this house. (laughs) I know. I'm going to go move out to California and live in that house. Get a house like this. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. All right. Game Um, time. Liz, is there anything you want to touch upon in this episode that we haven't hit yet? No, I think we hit all the the big parts. That's like pretty much it. Oh, oh, Tom starts Rent-A-Swag. We didn't oh, really talk. Right. We didn't really talk about that. It's more. It's a very. It's like the C plot. Yeah, um, it's a very like small moment in this episode, but when I was watching it, I was like, you know what? We've seen Tom kind of throw himself into a random business venture and kind of fail pretty miserably. Yeah, but I like that. Parks and Rec never really shows him as like down and out, pretty much. Like, he comes up with this idea off the top of his head. 
Yeah, and which, he bounce and he bounces back from his failures pretty quickly, and you can tell, especially with this, that he's like lived and learned from Entertainment Seven Twenty, and he's like, oh, I'm gonna do a much better job with this business. Yeah, exactly, and and he's being I smart think it about really, it. Yeah, I think it shows that like he definitely has the brain for something like this, which means we know that he can succeed. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just I I know it's a little moment in this episode, but. It's just really cute, and I'm also, very happy for him. Also, I totally, I totally forgot Anne's boxes at the, <gasps> yes, at the um, auction, <laughs> which is so fun. Which is so funny, where she talks about all of her phases of ex-boyfriends and how she like adopts their personalities. And she, and she was like, Leslie pointed it out, and the evidence is fairly damning. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, she has a Tom. An Andy and a Chris box. It's just perfect. <laughs> and so that's like what a good moment. Okay, now we've now we've covered everything. Now that we've officially covered everything, can it's you time. tell me what time it is, Linz? It is time for a game, and this game is going to be called Know Your Boo. It's time to know your. I don't have the instrumental backing track yet, but it's gonna say boo right there. Very aptly named. So Anika and I are gonna ask each other questions that have to do with the relationships in Parks and Rec. And hopefully Anika will do much better this time. She asked and I purposefully made the question slightly easier. Listen, all right, no promises but I am hoping to get more than one correct. <laughs> We're also doing fewer questions, so her odds are better by default. Are they, though? Questionable. No. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> let's get started. Okay. Lindsay, asking... would you like to ask me first? Sure. Okay. Alrighty. Question number one. Whose significant other is known for the catchphrase, Money, please! <laughs> uh Tom. Yes! Yeah! It's Mona Lisa. <laughs> I really I really thought the phrasing of the question was going to trip you up, but you're It you're almost too, did. You're too, you're too smart I had to for be me. like I had to be like, "Wait a minute, who dates Mona Lisa for a hot second?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Number 2. Whose significant other created a sequel board game that Gameplay magazine called Punishingly Intricate? Is it Leslie? Yes! Is it talking about cones? <laughs> it's ca- talking about cones of Dunshire 2, Winds of Tremora. <laughs> I love it. You guys, you- I already got two right. This is way better than last time. <laughs> do you know what... I- Quick sidebar. Do you know what I realized? Every time uh, Adam Scott talks about cones of Dunshire and he's talking about all the characters, he always says arbiter like urbiter. Arbiter. <laughs> urbiter. <laughs> I don't know why. That, ma- that makes me laugh like so hard. Okay. <laughs> Question number three. Whose significant other is known to refer to their body as a microchip? Anne. Yes! <laughs> That's classic Chris Traeger. <laughs> the microchip I has been compromised. Extremely healthy. <laughs> okay. Number four. Whose significant other works as a bartender at the Snake Hole Lounge? Who? Who works as a bartender? Oh no, I don't know this one. Uh, I don't know, Tom? Yeah! 
Because that's how, I was gonna that's say. Is it Lucy? His, yeah, that's how I was he gonna meets say, Lucy. That's how they meet. In like, I think it's like, I want to say it's the very end of season two. Mm. Yeah, and yeah, and she and he's trying to hit on all those girls, and then he goes to like go pay his check the next morning or pay his tab. That's right. And he meets her. Yep. Okay. All right. Final question. Whose significant other works as Ron's hairdresser by the end of the series? Oh, God. This one I really don't know. Ron's hairdresser? I don't know. I might have to tap out. Are you tapping out? Throwing in the towel? So this is it. This is the it. answer is... Da -da -da, Craig. Craig. Because Craig starts dating uh, Typhoon. And Typhoon becomes Ron's hairdresser when Ron's former barber dies in the there is, in the two funerals episode. There is definitely no way I would have gotten it. I forgot. I know that was the that was typhoon. that was that was the one I was like, I'm gonna make this will be my hard one for Aniko. All right, <laughs> four out four out of five, not bad. Hey, listen, that is way better than my last performance, so I'll yes. take it. Alrighty. All right, Lindsay, I made them pretty challenging, but I have faith that you'll get it right. Okay. All right, my questions are a little different, but I'm sure you'll get them. Lovely. All right. Let's start off with, what does Leslie get Ben for their anniversary in the oh. episode, Anniversaries? The Iron Throne from Game of Thrones. Absolutely. All right. <laughs> I love that. That's such a sorry. That's such a good scene. <laughs> Our starship he's is in like, trouble. No, no. <laughs> he walks in and he's like, "Oh my god! I know I'm making that dumb surprise face, but this is the best gift ever, Leslie." <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. All right. I love same Scott. same episode. Okay. Who does Ben take on his anniversary extravaganza when Leslie can't go? Jerry, Gary, Larry. Yes, any of and those would have been acceptable answers. <laughs> Jerry, Larry, Gengrich, Genger. Yes. Gengrich. And then he, he makes her a Gengrich. little... Gengrich. Well, oh, ben when he makes, makes the scrap scrapbook of them, you're, like, tangoing. Your so instincts are great. I mean, it needs a little more. <laughs> this is a little rough. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're two for two. Let's keep going. All right, in one okay. of my favorite scenes of Parks and Rec, what did Andy promise to buy when he and April were out adult shopping? Oh my god. Marshmallow shooter. Yes. When the, when Ben sends them to bed and bath to go be adults. Bed and bath. <laughs> Isn't it, it looks like a bed and bath. Is it not bed, a bed? Bath and beyond. Yeah, bed and bath. In you don't call it bed and bath? Bed and bath. <laughs> oh, I call it bed and bath. That's what we call it. Oh God. One <laughs> what nonsense. One of the shocking realizations. I like I like that episode where he's teaching them how to do laundry. And he's like, Andy goes close soap, bubble bath, same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Okay. I love them so much. Alright, that was three for three. Alright, let's give you an easy one. Okay. What is Donna's husband's name and job? Joe. And he yep. is an 
elementary school. Mm. Yeah, elementary school music teacher? That's right. Yes! You got I was, it. For some reason, I couldn't remember what kind of teacher he was. Because they always talk about math and like the finale. And I was like, is he a math teacher? I don't think he's a music teacher. Yeah, he's a music teacher. <laughs> he's a music okay. teacher. Okay, okay. You can automatically know from his cleanup song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Eyes are watching, ears, ears are, are listening. listening. Oh, God. All right. Okay. <laughs> Final question. Woo woo. Who crashes Chris and Anne's ultrasound appointment? Tom! Yes. Because Dr. Saperstein is poaching, trying to poach his business. Yes. <laughs> and he goes, it's just how I imagined it. You, me, and our baby. And Tom! Tom. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Anyway, Lindsay, that was the fifth question. You got Yay! five for five. I did it. One of these days, Anika will beat me. At um, maybe. Whatever. Whatever. I wouldn't count on it. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> that that's it. <laughs> uh, Linz, I think we've forgotten our most important segment of all. <gasps> the Adam Scott tally. How could we forget? Are you ready? I'm ready, and again, a little bit scared. You shouldn't be. All right, drum roll, please. Uh, total is... <laughs> I can't count. Eight times. A booyah! All right, not bad. I'm a little disappointed. Not bad. I'm, I'm a, I, th- I really thought we were going to well, beat 14, but it shows that we're getting... We're mellowing out with our obsession. Actually, that's fake. Listen, it shows that we're well-rounded podcasters. We like all actors on Parks and Rec. (laughs) Don't worry. There will be an episode that is dedicated to Ben and Leslie, and I think 14 is an incredibly small number to beat. (laughs) Oh, yeah. There's going to be an... I mean, we we could do an episode just dedicated to, like, specific characters and do one about Ben talk that that episode's gonna be about an hour wow um (laughs) yeah that about wraps it up anything you want to say Linz? just follow follow us on spotify subscribe to us on itunes slash apple podcasts um and check back with us next week for another episode and make sure you listen to this and tell your friends and like us on facebook and follow us on instagram and follow us on twitter please (laughs) And if you love Parks and Rec and you would like to guest star on a future episode of Friends, Waffles, and Work, there is a form at the bottom of the page on our website. So click on that, fill it out, and we'll get back to you. That would be amazing. All right. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Yeah, thank you for listening. We're lucky to have you here. See you next week. See you next Thursday. Bye-bye, boy. (laughs) 